0: what's up guys welcome back to the daily snap it is another week in marvel snap and our next card breakdown is brought to you by tactor above it is kitty pride that's right so this week we have another awesome week of Scott Landis breaking down kitty pride for us we're going to go through it tell you if she's worth it tell you all the good news about her and just really discuss what this card has the potential to do in an evolving metagame since the balance patch so who is Kitty Pride? She's a 1 cost, 0 power. And she has this very unique ability of you can return this to your hand and gain plus 2 power. So now there is a bunch of Different things going around with Kitty Pride and exactly how she's going to be implemented into the game. We do believe similar to like a Vision or a Nightcrawler where you have the ability to just like kind of move her wherever you want in a particular set of turns is what you're going to be able to do. The big deal with her is um, obviously the undo all button is going to also affect this Kitty Pride options because there's might be a certain way you want to play out cards. As an example, I want to play Angela. Let's just say on turn 3 I want to play Angela, then I want to play Kitty Pride, and then I'm going to return it to my hand so I can get the Angela proc. You couldn't play Kitty Pride first, then play Angela, then return. You wouldn't get that bonus. So there is some ordering involved, but the problem that you have to understand also is that if I play Kitty Pride and then I play uh, Angela, and then I return it to my hand, there, that's a specific way that you're going to see that being done in the game. And the game is going to register it uh, depending on exactly how that is. So that's all really important. To understand when we see this card we won't you might not fully get it until we actually see some gameplay with it but it is going to be an interesting way to affect your particular way that you're playing cards in a given turn so just be mindful of that um, if you're going to be one of those players that picks up this card Uh, so we have the archetype that it fits in is bounce aggro which is honestly a up on the rise it's uh something that is seeing more and more love now i don't know if it's because of there's less leech in the format or maybe even uh just the nice overall gameplay of how to play with it and understand that you can choose when you want to be ahead or be behind um it's really good against arrow also the nerfed arrow definitely made this deck a lot better uh it's pretty solid at getting around shang cheese it has the ability to uh you know often swift you know switch changes and switch lanes so you can kind of beat your sherry opponents with it potentially also sometimes so it, it has a lot of versatility which is why this card is actually pretty exciting for anyone that's really into the bounce aggro archetype because you get this awesome new card that fits right in that's pretty powerful and it's going to might be the first card that has the ability to contest sunspot a little bit um in kind of a different manner but all in all best way to play her is since she can be played and return in the same turn anytime you have one energy remaining in a turn she will be a plus two power so like i said she's just is going to contest sunspot um sunspot only theoretically gets one power sunspot has the ability to stay in only one lane so and sunspot and more often needs a requirement of having armor to really feel safe and comfortable with it where your kitty pride has the ability to get more power each turn um and not sit in a specific lane which means you can she's not vulnerable you know the entire game until the final turn and by that time you know you have the ability to make her like a six power or an eight power or things like that so definitely a a nice contestant to what could be one of the best cards in the game for an overall win percent rate uh so six out of ten is a potential score i do believe this is maybe a little bit of a restraint on our end uh as we're not a hundred percent positive that this is going to affect the overall bounce deck in general and make too big of an impact but the real truth is is that with the recent uptick in bounce decks and the success of bounce decks this, this card could fit right into those and be closer to like a 7 or an 8, um, maybe within a week or so. So I think we're just restraining ourselves a little bit on the initial score here. Let's talk about the strengths and weaknesses of the card. So the strengths are low cost for eventually a larger card, assume that it's an 8, you know, an eight, a 6 or 8 power can leave bad locations or lost locations while in play. This is a really interesting one. You know, if you decide to not pick up your Kitty Pride on a turn, for whatever reason, maybe you want to have priority on a given turn, things like that, you can kind of leave it. But if that's the lane that your opponent decides to drop a 26 power Red Skull on, you're like, alright, well, I can no longer win this lane. I can pick pick up my Kitty Pride, gain a couple more power, replayed again later in another lane to kind of hedge your bets in another lane, which I think is really interesting. Uh, Combos with when played cards for repeatable buffs, Angela and Bishop as an example. It also combos really well with um, Beast if you can make this a 0. So if you play this on 1, leave it, and then you can beast it, you know, return train. It doesn't get the ability at that point, but for the rest of the game, on turns 3, 4, and 5, it's all, it's free to use the ability. Now, like I said, so on 1, you would do it normal, most likely, but on 3, you might play it, technically leave it in play, and then bounce it back to your hand with whatever else you might have done on 1. This way, for the rest of the game, you know, on turns 4, fi- four and 5, you just get free power, which is a uh, pretty, uh, pretty nice little synergy there. Uh, allows you to stave stave off having priority so she dodges killmonger and shang chi's once in play i agree this is a nice little buff to her as well for sure where the ability that she is never really vulnerable to killmonger is huge obviously Electra's not a huge thing she has the ability to dodge um even now cards like spider woman and cards like valkyrie and things like that so definitely uh, a unique ability that just isn't really in the game for anyone else um Weakness, this is a big one, needs to be drawn early. So the real truth is how good can this be card can this card be, you know, if I draw it on turn four or five? probably not great whereas like sunspot you can still drop on turn five and still soak up energy and things like that so he can still end up being like a one four or a one five if you draw this card on turn five her you know the best chance you have is her being a one two and at that point she's probably not great so it's definitely a card you're going to want in your opening hand which also might force the reason to having to play cards like um chavez so that that that's one definite weakness. Uh, investment over multiple turns, three is the above rate, or four at four at least is optimal. Which means you're always going to have to be playing under curve to get a better kitty pride in the end. Um, which is fine, you know. It's just a way to play the game a little differently. It does really work in the bounce aspect, which is why particularly this card is very good in the bounce aggro. I don't know how great the card will be outside of bounce aggro. Uh, because of that fact the reason why sunspot's good is because it just you can play it and then just go okay if i miss it's whatever it's no big deal and it sits there kitty pride's a little bit different where you are going to have to effectively be repeatable playing it and you probably need cards like angel and bishop to get the additional effect additional power out of it so yeah kind of hard forces forces you often to play a turn behind in a curve style deck yeah so Kind of what I just said. Additional information about Kitty Pride is: when drawn early, Kitty is a solid one-drop that grows throughout the game. Do not think to of a total investment in her. Just look at her as an outlet for an extra resource that eventually allows for an overstat at one-drop in the late game. Assuming she works with Angela and Bishop type cards, she will have a good place in aggressive decks. Very good with upcoming season pests card which is hit monkey uh totally agree with those statements you know this is a it's a very unique and different card like this season we've kind of gotten a couple of these now where we're on the fence about how they will impact certain decks and certain archetypes angela and bishop are cards that recently are on an uptick swing of getting better and better and this card is just another card to kind of formulate even better and bigger gains so i'm really for any of these types of cards um, master mold was similar to where it's like oh i can pick up some of these older cards that i haven't played in forever and give them a reason to see the light of day but he still hasn't really found his way onto any meta list. whereas i believe bounce will definitely be showing up on the tier list in some form this week and that's an important note that this is now a card that can make a deck that's on the rise better so because of that i'm really excited about kitty pride in general let's take a look at a couple of her uh of her deck list right so kitty pride one uh kitty bounce with hit monkey so this is more for next week but it's still like something to be excited about which is probably something we haven't been able to be excited about in a while but the ability to slot right into a hit monkey deck is sweet so we have hood kitty pride bast korg mysterio angela hit monkey black widow beast falcon bishop and dark hawk this is a great variation i'm currently playing a version of this deck uh with obviously without hit monkey and without uh kitty pride so just looking at this list, I'm already excited to play something like this next week when Hitmonkey comes out. Even if I can't obtain Kitty Pride. Currently I don't have the tokens for it, so I'm gonna have to likely skip Kitty Pride for right now and decide if I'm gonna try and get her over something else that's coming out in May. We'll have to see if she ends up feeling worth it, you know, in a few weeks. But if I had the tokens this week, I would probably buy her because I do think she's fun, and I'm already currently playing Bounce. So it would help, but with Hit next week, even without Kitty Pride, this deck looks pretty fun. You can slot in any number of one drops over her, which is important to note. You know, uh, Iceman is a great example. Yandu, any one of those cards that has like an effect when it comes into play, all really good, um, all really interesting. So, this is a great example, it's similar to Bounce List, uh, similar to Bounce List now, but Kitty gives you a way of using unspent resources that beast gains it gains you over the time buffing angel and bishops like i said if you have the line where you can play your kitty pride on one bounce her back to your hand awesome on turn two play kitty pride bounce her back to your hand play hood as an example or even play bast bast on turn one is probably the most ideal because you automatically make kitty pride a a three so she'll end up being like a one five by her second turn. um but then on turn three you can play your kitty pride leave her in play play beast pick up you know your bast or your hood and your kitty pride or your Korg and your kitty pride things like that and now make her free so for the rest of the game you have this ability to just constantly get plus two power until turn six where you just put her out and now she's massive so that's what i think is a really cool line uh the ability to also you don't need necessarily have to play angela on two either you know you can definitely play angela later and still make her a beefy card because of all the free interactions you're getting so that's really nice, but it is really relying on seeing that Kitty pride early for sure. Uh, our second list is Kitty Good Stuff. So this is Kitty Pride, Bast, Cork, Angela, Mysterio, Beast, Zabu, Bishop, Rockslide, Darkhawk, Arrow, and She-Hulk. Uh, pretty much just a generic... Uh, well, not really generic. This is definitely a different look at like a Darkhawk aspect. Um, uh, the She-Hulk is just... Use for unspent mana, which is great, and the a like, way to play something else. I think that that also could just be uh, Sarah in any of these spots. I think Sarah over Ara or She-Hulk probably works out just fine. Just like a modified Sarah version. Um, even in this particular list, you could get away with playing Killmonger early. Uh, so you get on your, like your final turn, you can just Killmonger before you play your kitty, etc. Um, and you would probably end up with a pretty stellar deck list as well. But it just shows you the versatility of the potential for kitty pride whereas in most lists you would never really see kitty here you would definitely see like a sunspot or something like that over it so this is what it's offering it's offering this different place among certain decks that if you have kitty and you have the ability to spend resources um in a fair manner she can really do some work for you and she can in theory be better than sunspot uh for certain deck lists so that's the real cool uptick about her All in all, is she worth it? Is she worth your collector's tokens? I think she is. Um, if you're I I will say that like again, this is like a high skill cap card, similar to Negasonic, where you have to understand how to, you know, run through the turns and figure out what is the best options and you often have to think ahead, uh, similar to move decks, so that's like the one big weary issue that I would have for it is that um you know, it's definitely a skill cap card. I think so. When you consider buying that, if you have never played Bounce before, maybe play Bounce, uh, you know, today or tomorrow before making the official buy. Obviously, she will fit in other things, but I think it's I think her her uh, her her claim to fame will be within the Bounce aggro deck. So it's a fun deck to play. It it, it can be difficult, but once you get the hang and feel of it. And understand like how you can actually win games in like different lanes and really uh, just leave your opponents guessing all the time. It's pretty fun. So that's what I would look into. I think it's a really cool concept. I think it's a really cool card in general. And personally, if I had the 6K tokens, I would definitely buy this card right now. But I understand. I don't think it's a. Um, I don't think it's a must buy, right? So I don't think it's like, oh my God, I need to get Kitty Prime. I just think that similar to negasonic if you're into uh this type of archetype if you're really into the bounce archetype this is 100 percent an upgrade for your deck i'll go back to the stature argument again you know stature uh now although stature is finding a home in other decks now stature originally was just like hey this is a reason to play this in discard to play my cards like moon knight to play my cards like black bolt which is great so if you're a fan of those cards and you would want to By stature this is similar if you're a real big fan of bounce and you really in like enjoy the angela and the bishops of the world then kitty pride's a perfect card for you and i would absolutely purchase it all in all thanks again for for checking this video out guys shout out to tactor um for sponsoring this video and of course um i do this every week guys every single week there's a new card new breakdown here's the playlist for it right there (laughs) (laughs) and i will catch you guys next week hope you enjoy and let me know if you're going to play with kitty pride if you attended on buying in the comments see you guys